Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So how are you doing? I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you answered my question. I said, how y'all doing? You said, I'm oh. tired. <laughs> I am tired. I feel like we usually don't record this early it's very it's a rarity that we record this early yeah this is new and it's i don't think it'll happen again because we'll be moving into the time zones and i will be working yeah good um but yeah i am other than tired i'm doing pretty good i'm doing all right nothing tragic to report so you know refreshing how are you doing? Good, good. Finished finished all my exams. Oh. Don't have the grades back yet, so don't know how it went. However, it was done. So good. I'm sure you killed it. You're 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 a good a good student. Yeah, I feel like also like it's a curve, so it's harder to do it's hard to do really well because you have to beat everyone in the class in order to do like in the a range but it's also hard to do very poorly because 80 percent get between an b minus and a b plus mm. yeah or like 70 percent. so like so if you trying, do fail they don't even have to fail anyone so, like, I think C minus or whatever is, like, the lowest on the curve. Maybe a C. I don't actually know. I've never checked. Um, and you have to set people on the curve. So, failing someone, from what I understand how the curve works, is a choice. Like, they look at your exam and they're like, you can't be the worst in the curve. You have to just be off the curve. Uh, so that would be hilarious if you fail, basically, is what I gathered from that. Yeah. Um, watch me eat my own words in like a week. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't, like I studied. I think I'm fine. <sighs> also, just up, up top, just up top, uh, I do not have my book with me. So I'm going in purely from memory. I wrote down uh-huh. the, the quotes because I lent my copy of the book away. Um, and then I like, because I like didn't really think about it when I did it. I was just like, yeah, sure, you can borrow it. And then I was like, oh, right. I don't just have to read the book. I also have to talk about the book. Well, 
funny for you, I also do not have a book because I obviously left it in Halifax. Oh, no. So, although I did take photos of some bits that I thought were interesting because I knew I wasn't going to bring it. Like, it was the... Good to know. I just, like, wrote down my favorite quotes and, like, yeah. This might be a very interesting and not good episode. We'll just have to see about that. Um, do you have a bevy? Do you have a bevy going? A little green tea. Back on your green tea game. What about you? Definitely coffee. Do you have a reason for drinking this week, this episode? Um, being done. I was weirdly ill uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Don't know what happened. I maybe started two days ago. I think because I came here, um, I started eating like teenage boy. <laughs> so that was the vibe of this house. Um, and I just don't think my body is used to it. And so it fought back. <laughs> But we're good now. Um, For those of you listening, Katrina is at her boyfriend's house in Ottawa, which is why the the setting and the food is different. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what, though? I'm always dramatic about, like, okay, like, I need some veggies with dinner. Like, I need to bounce it out. I can't eat, like, takeout all the time. And Jared's always like, ah, you're being dramatic. You don't need it. And then this time I was like, Okay, like it's just a little while. It was his birthday weekend. I was like, get what you want. It's all on you. And then I got violently ill. I was like, see, I'm not being dramatic. I literally can't. Like physically, I can't do it. That's why I always have like an emergency, like greens powder in case of those like instances where like, you know, how you just sometimes you have a stretch where like you're not really taking care of yourself like if you have like a lot of birthdays in a row for example like you're gonna be drinking a lot or not eating a single vegetable so I will just like I have a greens powder just at all times in my fridge so that at the very least I can like drink a greens juice (laughs) yeah I honestly think that's something I should pack from now on because Mm -hmm. I had to go to the grocery store bought a pack of mandarins and then that was the only thing I ate for a day. Just two mandarins because I was so ill. Oh, no. We're back. This morning I woke up hungry and I was like, thank God. The only reason I ate anything yesterday was because I was like, I need to eat at least one mandarin to maybe fix what's happening to the body. <laughs> so doing well, That's- having a tea now. You know what? Some antioxidants. Eat a little bevy. Yeah, we've already talked about it. I'm drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. Did you make it? Purchase it? I made it. From scratch. Grew the beans. (laughs) Incredible. Do you have a reason for drinking? (laughs) Um... Not really this week. I mean, my 
one roommate left for like the entire summer. Um, so he's subletting his room to his sister. So I'm pretty stoked about that because I really like her and she seems really chill. We'll oh, see. Nice. I've only like really interacted with her a couple times. So we'll see what it's like actually living with her, but that's fun. And then my other roommate is also going away for the entire summer, but we don't really know when that's going to be. Um, he still doesn't have his le- his leaving date yet. So it's just going to be me and one other girl living here for a while. Ooh. And I feel like it might be nice as much as I love living with my two boys. It might be nice to have some feminine energy in the house for a while. Change it up, you know, make a new friend. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to like, I already got permission to do this, but I'm going to like rearrange things because I don't like the way the house is. Like, I think I've told you this before. It's pretty obvious that like there haven't, there hasn't been a lot of women living in this house. (laughs) Like with just like, the the interior design you know what I mean it's definitely a boy's house so Mm. I want to just like throw 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 some things like rearrange the furniture we have a lot of plants though most of them are mine but like you know we're getting some touches in there some nice some nice stuff a little bits yeah so I'm really excited for the summer because I'm gonna just go nuts yeah I do realize how strongly tied my happiness and the sunshine is Mm -hmm. it was like 20 it was weirdly warm here the other day it was like 22 maybe Mm -hmm. incredible and I was like wow everything is perfect (laughs) that's literally all it took gotta start taking vitamin d or something I honestly do I still like being cold that too yeah it's been weirdly cold here like every day that I have like we've rarely gotten above 10 here which is very strange for like the west coast in like at the end of April usually we're getting up to like at least above 10 maybe even 15 like we're not quite getting up to the 20s yet but it's been cold whenever I've been landscaping and I'm just like why why is it April and I have to wear like fleece leggings underneath my pants and my like thermal shirt. Yeah, it is supposed to be um Friday, Saturday, 24 degrees. Ooh. I'm not there yet, but Yeah, we're definitely getting warmer. But like I had one day where I wasn't wanting to pass on from being so cold at work. Yeah, it'll be weird just uh a little bit longer until we're in the same time zone i know and recording won't be such a hassle for us i honestly think it's gonna be harder (laughs) really yeah because you work weekends sometimes right Mm -hmm. i work monday to friday Mm mm-hmm evening plans i think i think it's just like something about it because i remember last time i came home we had a harder time finding a time that worked for both of us than we Mm. ever have but i think it's just because when i'm in school i have so much free time technically um because i do nothing else (laughs) i don't have that much going on but with work it's a bit busier maybe not though we'll find out we will find out. Maybe we'll just have to take a break from the podcast for a couple months. We're like, we need a minute. 
or we're just recording either at the ass crack of dawn or midnight. <laughs> sure, 6 a.m. recording time? Cool. Or we'll just have to get our shit together and actually, like, <laughs> record the podcast without so many tangents. Yeah. <laughs> we could try. It probably won't happen, but... Um... I think that's... I think it's time to talk about the book, I guess. The book that neither of us have with us. <laughs> but I know what it's called. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter S. Thompson. Nice. Um, this is, for one, I'm just gonna bring this back. The fact that this book was gifted to me as, like, a, you would like this. Who gift, who gifted this to you? I'm curious. Peter. That's so funny. Your dad's <laughs> friend was just, like. It's like, you would like this. Well, you know, he sent me, like. 10, 10 books or something um and this was in the collection he, he he was an interesting man uh the collection of books that i did receive included two books i think on napoleon like the history <laughs> um some short story collections <laughs> like it was the weirdest group of books i've ever seen together but i thought it was funny um i i haven't gotten around to reading this he gave them to me like two years ago three years That's ago so funny. but yeah so um thank you for the recommendation slash gift uh <laughs> it was i have never read anything like this i was gonna say that was gonna be the first thing that i said up top like i have never ever not this was the weirdest book I've ever read but like in a good way in my humble opinion I liked this book a lot maybe not a lot but I liked it it starts off so wild and I was like maybe this is like the pinnacle of like it starts off crazy and you kind of get like an explanation mm. but it starts off insane and then, and like it, there's no lull it's just <laughs> constant chaos I was like, but the first chapter, I was like, it feels like I'm reading a book on drugs. Yeah. As someone who doesn't have very much experience with drugs, uh, with the exception of like alcohol and weed, um, because I've never experienced a high like this or an intoxication like this, I guess. Like, have done they're doing all the drugs constantly like, like drugs same... i've never even heard of before <laughs> yeah there's so many drugs in here that i've never even heard of i was like what the fuck is mescaline i never heard of what ether was like Neither maybe <laughs> maybe i'm just a square oh uh, uh, yeah i was impressed um because I thought, like, because I was reading, I was reading this, and I had this thought, because I was like, these drugs, like, weren't even talked about in school. Like, we weren't even, like, warned about these drugs. The, that's how obscure these drugs are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, at, 
everyone, maybe not everyone, we have a couple international listeners, so I don't know what their like drug talk is like, but I remember being like 10 years old <laughs> and learning about like cocaine, heroin, meth, like all of those drugs. Never heard of mescaline and like also had drug talks throughout high school and everything like that. Yeah, I've, I've honestly never heard of so many of these. I was like, oh. <sighs> I guess uh, not a spoiler. There is fun art in this book. That is true. It was, I mean, again, that just kind of adds to the layering of the fact that we've never read a book like this. Like, I ha- or I haven't read a book with pictures in it since, you know, like I was a child. Yeah, I, And they're I definitely... Like- was it was definitely different imagery than what yeah, this I was. hope so. <laughs> I like it it adds to the visuals of what they're explaining they're seeing. Mm-hmm. And then like what it because I didn't picture the way they were being drawn. Um but it it's very fun. Um I appreciate the little bits of art. Yeah. Overall, I think this, like you said, it was a very fun book. It was chaotic and crazy, but like, I honestly, like, I don't have much to say it, about it was this. based on a true story, was it not? We looked it up. I think we did, but I googled a little bit more, and I don't think it's entirely based on a true story. Okay. I think it's like, the trip did happen, but not all of the Embellished trip. a little bit. Yeah. To my knowledge. Again, yeah. my Google search was still quite light. <laughs> Will we ever learn and actually do research for the podcast? No. <laughs> because that would move away from the vibe of what we do. <laughs> if you want to know, then you can do your research. But sometimes we just don't want to know. It honestly adds to reading, I think. Right? That would be cool if this was based on a true story, though. I would be very surprised that the author didn't just die. I was very surprised that there was no death in this book. Yeah. There was was a lot happening. (laughs) Um, Do you have anything else spoiler-free? Not really. Oh, I guess um, because I don't have the book with me, um, I watched the movie yesterday just as like a little refresher to see if it was. And it was, from what I remember, quite accurate. Really? Yeah. Like there was like definitely like the tone of the book carried through. Like I really like the language in this book like the the words that the narrator or whatever uses like I really liked that and that like carries over it was Johnny Depp um it was really well cast in general um and it was pretty true to the book from what I remember but like also it was very hard to like kind of retain things from this book because it was so chaotic and crazy at least in my opinion like I couldn't like I don't have a lot of like specific scenes that I remember there's some for sure but like it it is a very vague 
slot. Yeah. Like it's like loosely they go to Vegas to cover a motorcycle race, do a lot of lot of drugs, trash a hotel room. I don't think there's any legal repercussions that are happening from that. I think it's just <laughs> fear of legal repercussions and then a lot more drugs. That's basically the book. Yeah. I will say that, like, I liked the chaoticness of it, but I feel like it was very, like, one note, obviously. Like you said, there was no lulls, but there was points where I was like, maybe there could be a lull. Like, maybe it would be interesting if they had, like, actually sobered up at one point and like I don't yeah know, they I just really didn't give themselves a chance they was constant yeah so I feel like because of that I don't know my rating will still be really good but like that was one thing that I didn't necessarily love was that it was just all one chaotic note if that makes sense yeah um what is your overall rating? I think I'm going to give it like a solid 8.5. Ooh. Yeah. Than mine, I think I it would have been a 9 if um it hadn't been for just, yeah, like the one-note-ness of it. Yeah. I do like that it's very short. Like it's a very short book. I think any mm-hmm. longer the one note would get increasingly harder to read um I think I'd probably go with like an eight I really liked it it's incredibly well written that you can like feel the chaos of the drug binge use like it's so well done um yeah I'm a fan um go Peter good recommendation (laughs) yeah thanks Next, we'll read books on Napoleon. Oh, God, no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was really, like, a pointed recommendation on his part of, like, I don't know enough history. <laughs> I was like, all right. Also, I will note, maybe you should put this in the spoiler-free right at the beginning. There is a very, very strong language in this book. Like, aggressively oh, yeah. strong language. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should put this in the front too. Like trigger warning for oh my god, if you're gonna make up this book. Um, as you know, we have no idea what constitutes a trigger warning. So, so maybe look it up. There's some things in here. There's definitely some things in here that like. I would say the drug use is probably number one, which I'm sure you would just get based off of um, what we have said about the book thus far, even in the spoiler-free section. But yeah, just look up triggers before. Yeah, there's this. there's definitely definitely a few, um, and the language is aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, not just casual aggressive, but like aggressive language in this book. So, mm-hmm. hair warning. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's just uh, get into the spoilers, I guess. But it's it's also, like, here's the thing. It's kind of one of those books where, like, I feel like we said everything in the spoiler-free part. And, like, there's not really much spoilers that, like, 
affect like the reader's because like enjoyment there's so like there's little plot it's yeah just yeah Deathstroke. I think you're right um so that, I thought about that yesterday too because I was like when I'm like talking about the spoiler free stuff it's like that's that's just what the book is you know what I mean it's not really it's not like we have come from a book where there's like any plot twists or like character growth that we like don't want people who haven't read the books to like know if they decide to read the books but like in, in this one I'm just kind of like well it's they do drugs they go to Vegas try and escape legal consequence. <laughs> I uh, immediately, and like, not immediately, it was like page 43, which is like a quarter of the way through the book, I guess. So I was like, but at this point, I was like, you know what? I like this book. It was when um, they got to the first hotel they were staying at. And then they're like, yeah, there's, we we're looking for a parking space forever, but there's so many parking spaces like available. Like I found one. Um, and then the guys like, or the narrators, like, turns out it was the sidewalk. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I liked that part. There's one part too, where like the the they're like they're in a room with a bunch of other people and obviously they're tripping on drugs and they the other people all like turn into lizards and I guess there's like blood all over the floor or whatever. Um and the guy just goes like we're gonna need to get some golf shoes if we're gonna wade through this mess and I was just like what? Like there's, a, you can never really tell what's gonna happen next because they're on so many drugs that it could literally go anywhere, like Mm both -hmm. imaginary and real. There's no like plot that you can guess. yeah I feel like the first kind of point where like they were driving and there were like bats everywhere allegedly I feel like that was I feel like when I was reading that I like at least it I, I think it was until it wasn't until the end of the chapter that I was just like oh it's the drugs. I was like, why are there bats everywhere? Like, I, I, like for the first chapter, I took everything quite literally. And then I was like, oh, just kidding. It's the drugs. This book is also, like, I don't know if I want to say, like, philosophical, but, like, it has some layers to it. More than you'd think for a book solely based on aggressive drug use. But, like, it talks about, um, I don't even... I don't even know now I'm trying to think, but I think it talks about, like, religion at some point. It also talks about, like, uh, it doesn't, oh, something about, like, tipping culture. I'll find it. One second. It's just deeper than I thought it would be. yeah especially like it was a healthy mix of like deep and not deep <laughs> Yeah, like, it, if... 
if Charlie Manson checked into the Sahara tomorrow morning, no one would hassle him as long as he tipped big. It's just like things like that where you're like, it makes you think. Um, so it's not as insane to read as just like, yeah, it talks about, <laughs> it talks a little bit about the Catholic Church, the military. There are some pointed comments or commentary, I guess, in this book. Difference in opinion on like both sides being like either pro or anti-drug, if that makes sense. But like specifically when it came to weed, what I was like, this is like very... I feel like I experienced this at a very young age where like everyone was like, oh my God, weed is the worst. Like weed is going to kill you. You're going to get addicted. And like, that was kind of it's the gateway drug. early high school, but like gateway drug. Yeah. And like, but then like towards the end of high school, like I think we were around 18 or 19 when weed was like legalized and just kind of became super normalized and like I remember people kind of towards the end of high school I remember it was before I moved to Victoria so that's kind of how I know my timeline um because it was definitely like fully legal when I lived in Victoria and um I just remember being like people were able to like take an anxiety prescription and take it to a dispensary and get weed because they had an anxiety disorder. And then that kind of turned into like full legalization. So like you and I have experienced like the full spectrum of opinions when it comes to weed. And so yeah. it was interesting, like. Definitely is interesting to see the progression. Mm hmm. So it's interesting, like, I feel like we've gotten so used to weed being normal now, like, a couple of my friends work at dispensaries, like, I've smoked weed, not a lot, because it's just not for me um, entirely, and, but, like, I know a lot of people who smoke a decent amount of weed, specifically my two friends who work at dispensaries, and I'm, like, it's just so normal to me. That yeah, it's like, just, it's just, like something it feels like drinking now like it's just something people yeah. do mm -hmm. so it was weird kind of to like be brought back in time to a point where it was so 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 bad and then like you also got the protagonists like opinions on weed which is like also like very different from like what we have now where it was like I mean, to be fair, like, the entire book, he was just chasing a high, but, like, you know, I feel like a lot of people use marijuana medicinally. Like, it's to be, like, kind of chilled out, you know what I mean? Where, like, the protagonist was like, I, I want to get fucked up, I want to keep, like, you know what I mean? So it was very different from my current experiences. <laughs> fair. Mm -hmm. I uh I feel like this is why the reason I feel like I thought this book was based on true events or like a true story is I think like there's parts in the book where it says names deleted at instance of publisher's lawyer um so uh -huh. I didn't know if that was just like part of like the story like haha but I just thought like maybe it was true um and then they like 
had to omit names for legal reasons. I had that point too. I honestly don't know. It would make sense that it's a true-ish story. Yeah, maybe maybe you're but right. It's like, just like based on a true story, not entirely a true story. So like maybe the whoever the names are omitted, those people are in the true part of the story, but just like didn't want to get carried over into this version. Right. Yeah, that would make that would make some sense. But who knows? <laughs> not us. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. No, I really liked when when they the protagonist was like stressing about um getting uh, arrested and, mm-hmm. and he read the front page of a newspaper and there was like a heinous crime. I forget what it was, but just like something bad. Um and then he's like thinking, reasoning to himself. He's like, Well, like I'm a relatively good person in comparison to that. <laughs> Uh, so funny. Yeah, this book was really, like, funny. And yeah, I just like the tone that the protagonist has. What were your thoughts on his, like, attorney? I I do love that, like, the constant saying was, like, I am your attorney, like, listen to me. (laughs) (laughs) He was horrifying (laughs) truly um yeah i don't i honestly don't know what to think of him but it was his decisions throughout this book were wildly insane yeah i feel like i started off really liking him because i like the whole like i'm your attorney and i say like do a line of this or whatever like i thought it was funny and then he his character kind of took a turn um, like a dark turn a very dark turn and i was like "Ooh, maybe i don't like you as much as i thought i did yeah um he does definitely go downhill um his character de- it does develop it, just it does develop i guess yeah <laughs> i feel like just the protagonist doesn't really develop yo my absolute favorite part of this book because I thought about it afterwards. I was like, how embarrassing would this be? Um, When they were, he was like talking about something in a restaurant and then it was about the astronaut. Um, And then he's like, yeah, a 14 year old boy approached the table to ask for the astronaut's autograph. And then the astronaut acted shy for a moment, feigning embarrassment. And then he like gave the boy a signature, and the boy looked at him, tore it into small pieces, and dropped it in the astronaut's lap, and said, "Not everyone loves you, man." Is that not the rudest thing imaginable? Yeah, I would immediately pass on. <laughs> like, how do you even react to that? I just... I honestly think I would just pass away. Because, like, it's one thing to assume someone wants your autograph, then I would get it. 
but to go up to their table, ask him for his autograph, and then be like, no. Savagery. Total savagery. Yeah, I honestly don't have much more to say. Uh, It doesn't really conclude so much as stop look forward to doing more drugs yeah that's that's kind of the conclusion yeah i also don't have much to say like i I think we kind of said up top that like don't really have a whole lot to say in general to be fair it is a 200 page book like it's very short including entire pages of images yeah and also just like like we said very one note like there was a couple scenes that like really stuck out to me but like overall it was just like a very fine book and it was a quick read i read it really fast yeah the you know what the titles are funny as well in these chapters oh yeah the titles are so funny of the chapter <laughs> and we will agree they are chapter titles <laughs> Correct. Do you have a favorite character? Not really. I mean, like, kind of. Just the main character. I feel like it's the obvious choice. He he was the less, the least, like, aggressive and violent. Yeah. And- Maybe like a random side character. Yeah, maybe a random side character that I just don't remember. But, like, none of the side characters really stood out to me. It was just, like, probably because, like, who knows if they were even, like, the way that they were portrayed. Because the protagonist... Oh, one thing that I should have said up top is that um, one of my favorite things ever is in this book, which is reading from an unreliable perspective. I love that. So that obviously carried through in this book because like who knows what the guys were actually seeing. Yeah, definitely not lizards. Definitely not bats. <sighs> yeah, I would just yeah. I mean like I don't really like it's not like he's I don't know. I would say he has to be my favorite character. Yeah, I would agree. Because, yeah, it's sure, sure as hell not the attorney. <laughs> no. Or, you know favorite. what? Maybe the guy um, that, like, wasn't there, but, like, the guy's boss who would, like... Who's hear- your favorite character? The one that wasn't there. <laughs> but, you know, like, not, like, um, present... But he was just, like, the most normal because he was, you know. True. Oh, my God. Also, another thing that I thought about, um, because I did, I I remember I did the math, and I forget how much money they get at the beginning of the movie. I think it was, like, $300, like, 300 American dollars um, in the 70s, I think. And I did the math. Let me... Let me redo the math because I kind of forget it. Unless I took a screenshot of the math, which maybe I did if I was smart. Yeah, that's $2,235.82 today that they were just able to like walk up and get 
from like a lone place. And I just like, I thought about it and I was like, there is no way that in today's society, you could get a, like, just walk up to a place and get a loan of two grand without like a background check, a credit check. It obviously is because of, you know, the shit that happened in this book, but. <laughs> that is oh i always forget like re when i read books the like change in value of money but it definitely does make a difference when you think about it because i was like how are they able to get so many things for like three hundred dollars because like i don't know it's like I, I knew that the value would be different but i just didn't think it would be that different like it's always crazy when you actually look up how much the number has jumped yeah from the 70s to today and I was like dude I would be happy if I could just walk up to a place and get $300 in today's money <laughs> <laughs> sure give me $300 I don't mind <laughs> but there's no way there's literally no way that that would ever happen and same with the car like they just went up and got a car without a credit check background check and the credit card wasn't even like it it was canceled it just had yeah. like having to go through at that point <laughs> it was just like look i have a credit card yeah then one happened today oh man so yeah i thought about that while i was reading too because it was very um like clear in this book that today's society is wildly different even just like the like I don't know, like, I wouldn't just, like, walk up and smoke a stranger's weed, you know? But they were just sharing everything. I can only imagine, especially, like, in today's society, with, like, the fentanyl craze. Like, people aren't just... It must have been very freeing to live in the 70s. <laughs> there were just no consequences. <laughs> you could do whatever you wanted. do you have a favorite quote um i do or i guess i guess i never asked if you had a favorite character mm, i think i just kind of agree with you there's no it's not really the kind of book that you fall in love with the character <laughs> <laughs> at least not for me uh. um but i do have a favorite quote um buy the ticket take the ride and if it occasionally gets a little heavier than what you had in mind well maybe chalk it off to forced conscious consciousness expansion tune in freak out get beaten i actually have the same quote really <laughs> that hasn't happened that was actually wild <laughs> And then because I'm, you know me, I never have just one, even though we did yeah. say favorite quote. But the only other one that I really have for this book was the little blurb in the beginning that says, he who makes a beast of himself gets rid of the pain of being a man. And I like, it's just like that little blurb at the front of like, I think it's like the acknowledgement or whatever. Um, yeah. and I was like, oh. And then that really carried through for, for throughout the book. So, set the tone. 
It really set the tone really accurately. I can't believe we had the same quote because, yeah, that's the only other yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good quote. It's a really good quote. I love it. Well, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, would recommend. Yeah, I I would recommend this book. I think it's like, I was kind of like nervous too that like it wouldn't be like an enjoyable read because I'm not a huge like partier, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Like I thought maybe it wouldn't like, I don't know, but it, it was still good even though I have never done mescaline or ether. Yeah. It's not something that you have to relate to to enjoy. Correct. That's that's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> I got there. I knew what you were thinking. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Well, I actually I have I have the next book, so. So next up, we are finally <laughs> after like Oh, I don't even know how long this book has been out. But we are finally reading the second book to The Atlas Six, The Atlas Paradox by Olivia Blake. The book that I thought was a standalone book <laughs> has several more books after it. I wonder, because um, we obviously did The Atlas Six um, a long time ago. So I want to see like what episode that actually is because I feel like it was like episode five or something. It was episode it was three. three. I would say go back and listen, but honestly don't. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of, that was well before we got comfortable on the podcast. I can't believe that was episode three. That was yeah. so long ago. So long ago. Well, we're not going to really get into um, what this book is about before our next book club, because our next book talk is going to be us trying to predict what happens after it's been almost a year, over a year. Over a year. Definitely over a year um since we read the last one so we're gonna go in blind and we're gonna see what happens i am excited to read this one though i am excited i'm super excited because as you guys all probably know we love olivia blake <laughs> and i do i do kind of remember some things from the first book so we'll see if my any of my predictions are correct i don't have any so we'll see what happens when we record the book talk <laughs> see what comes out of my brain just right now i'm talking and see what yeah. happens right now i have i've got nothing God, it's too um but yeah oh, that's it for me yeah same uh if you want to follow us on social media we got an instagram and a twitter which is at bookbevies and a Gmail for longer email inquiries, which is bookbevies at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.